Yeah, so uh, we're back. I uh, are back live, and it's 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 a wonderful day. It's a bright, bright, bright day out here today. I'm so happy, and at the same time, I'm so sad. Nigeria is not going to be at the World Cup, which is which is a big, a oh. big one. No talking point about that. It's still the best show in the whole of the universe. It's news instant sports, and I'm here live. On a band radio scope, a YouTube channel, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. I'm here with Oracle Kochi. And of course, I'm with Sheyi as well and Olaale. Because it's a sad day, I'm going to allow you guys to introduce yourself today. I'm not going to be like Sonia Bacha today. <laughs> go ahead, Kachi. You go first. Sports, sports fans, um, they are told us back in October that with four games left, the Brooklyn Nets will be lying tense. In the Eastern Conference and the LA Lakers should be 11th understandings. I would have told the person to introduce me to their drug dealer. But that is the reality now. The Nets clinched play in birth. The Lakers may have uh, an uprising on their hands. All this we will dissect. I don't want to say Diva Canada, but Diva Canada. Good to have you on the show. All right, perfect. Lali. Yeah, good this sporting friends around the world. Um, it's not been a good time for if you are a United fan at the same time you are from Nigeria. It's been a terrible past few months. So, but something actually stands out for me in all this whole mess about Nigeria. Uh, since Amaju Pinik over the realm of affairs, Nigeria has actually missed two nations cups. And there is this policy shift from we begging players around the world to come and play for Nigeria. I don't think some of these players actually deserve to be, let me say, chased the way we've been doing that. I probably felt Kevin Bassi was actually playing against Nigeria on that day. <laughs> but Sporting Bass, welcome to the show once again. We would be, we might probably touch that in this week. All right, perfect. I'm not going to touch that anyways. Trust, <laughs> trust me, I'm not going to touch it. Uh, Shei, uh, you want to introduce yourself as well? Yeah, well, good sports fans around the <laughs> uh, Thank you, I'm back. Uh, good day, everyone. And uh, like Olawale said, it hasn't been a, a, a good uh, week so far for uh, Manchester United fans. Even still, I'm wearing my jersey today. And also... <laughs> <laughs> and also as a Nigerian. But guess what? I think the World Cup draws actually uh, looks, uh, looks uh, promising for African teams. All right. So you said the, the uh, World Cup draws actually look promising for African teams. I also, and I hope so, and I hope so too. Uh, Kashi, I'm going to come with, come to you straight and uh, come for your, for your juggernauts. And I'm going to come, I'm going to, I'm going to start with what you started with, the net. Uh, we're looking at, we're looking at it and they are tense uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Lakers are 11th right now, outside mm-hmm. the plane. And um, unfortunately for the for, for for Lakers, their last seven or six games comes against the top teams, yeah. but but maybe um, the Nuggets, which which makes it more difficult for them. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going to ask you the fourth question. That first question is going to be: Look at the uh, 
looking at the um, LA Lakers right now, do you think they are going to make the planes? You, you predicted it that they were not going to. So I don't expect it to change anyways. Yeah, the simple answer is no, they are not. Um, the more elaborate answer is they still have a punchers chance, but only if everything works in their favor. And, and there's something really bad about not being in full control of your future. Um, mm. The Lakers put themselves in this position. Um, LeBron should also not be absorbed of the blame, no matter how amazing he's been all season. Um, he went and decided that they needed uh, a Russell Westbrook instead of a red hot Demardero, which was where the major problem started. We said it, Olaoli said it. I was even a bit sitting uh, on the fence, but Olaoli was pretty vehement to say that was not going to work. And we've seen it over 77, 78 games. It hasn't worked. I believe there will be movement and shifting out of players at the end of the season during the inquest. But the Lakers cost this. Um, they, they mortgage their future to win now. Yeah, and when I say win now, I'm talking of uh, all they traded out to get AD for, all they also traded to get Russell Westbrook. Don't forget they had to send uh, a, an amazing Alex Caruso, who I thought was a perfect fit and a pure Laker player, even though his skin tone is not black. Kyle Kuzma, we know Kyle Kuzma couldn't shoot for anything, but he had hot days, you know. Uh, and then you look at who they have right now. A Malik Monk who just never, well, I would say pr probably inconsistent, but a, li a little bit better than Kendrick Nunn, who we thought after what he did with the Heats would come in and bring some firepower, but never it. stayed never stayed healthy. Yeah. And then the Russell Westbrook, who for some reason just forgot how to shoot, you know, shooting for, breaks. Forgot how to for, shoot. Or never yeah, he just forgot how to shoot. Uh, um, um, so I don't really don't see it happening. As we speak right now, they are losing against the Denver Nuggets, um, which will push them further back. They are head-to-head, -head, the tiebreaker against their direct opponents. Oh, which was New Orleans Pelicans. Okay. They lost they both lost games. Wow. They lost both games. So it's it's they're in their straits. It would take a miracle, but I really don't see it happening. To go back to my initial answer, the short answer is no, no. the Lakers will not make it. Uh, but for, for the Nets, even though you've not come there, and I'm assuming you, assuming you will go there, the Nets, I believe, uh, they still have a good chance. I mean, that team will gel. Especially now that uh, Kyrie can play anywhere uh -huh. um, uh, uh, in the United States, uh, I think they still have a good chance. I still believe that they are not your ideal first round opponent. So everybody will be praying, especially the Miami Heat, will be praying that they not finish at least seventh, so they play uh, they play the Celtics uh, and not them finishing eighth and starting that series. Against the heat because it's going to be first versus eight, second versus seven, third versus six, fourth and five. So, uh, in a nutshell, the, the Nets are still a dangerous team. Um, they will continue to be dangerous until they are eliminated. But for the for the Lakers, I think the inquest should start in earnest. And the inquest has really started because Karim Abdul-Jabbar came out yesterday on Saturday rather to for that blast LeBron, LeBron, saying actions he's seen LeBron do 
uh, lately, it's not becoming of a supposed good. A lot of people are saying Karim is only saying that because his record that is about to be broken. Yes, it's about <laughs> to be broken. But I still think there's some merit in what he's saying. All right, perfect. Thank you very much for that. Olali, uh, the Nets on things right now. Um, yeah. I, I know at the start of the season, nobody would have thought they would be on at the 10th position, right? But we've seen we've seen um changes. We've seen um, James Eden not being able to feed, not keeping feet. We've seen Kyrie missing so much games in New York. Uh, we've seen KD uh, going on and off as well in, term, in, in terms of injury, right? But if they do eventually clinch the 10 sports and, um, or a playing sport, should we, is, is there a consensus among us right now that they are well deserving of uh, the 10 sports or the playing sports? Now, uh, like you said, probably in gen- even in January, I'm not sure what they met uh, finding themselves in the position they are currently in. As at the time in January, they were probably the occupied number one spot in the Eastern Conference. Uh, before uh, the uh, before the Kevin Durant injury and what do you call it, James Eden just quit on the team. Th- that, that aside, they are presently tense. As it stands now, even if they as it stands now, they are going to make the play in because they are like six games ahead of the Wizards. Yeah. They have the same, they have, they have the same record with the owners, but I think the owners have better head-to-head record. Okay. Likewise, the Hawks. I'm not sure that they have the better head-to-head than the Hawks, but the Hawks they, are... They lost, they lost against the Atlanta Hawks a couple of yeah, years yes, ago. The, the, the Hawks are occupying the eighth position and they are one game ahead of the Nets. So, as it stands, the Nets are in the play in. But will they make the playoff? There is no guarantee that they will make the playoff based on what we know presently. Because for them to make the playoff, they will have to beat Onet twice. After beating the Onet twice, they will now meet the winner between Cavaliers and Hawks. So they will have to beat those ones too twice. If they drop any game in any of those series, they are out. So they have to win mm-hmm. four consecutive games to be in the, what do you call it? The playoffs. In the, the playoffs, playoffs properly. Yeah. As it stands now. As it stands now. So, what I'm saying, assuming that if the season ends with them occupying that 10th position, for them to be in the proper playoff, to make eight seeds, they will have to win, or they have to win four games, two against the owners, and two against Cavaliers and the Hawks without dropping a single game. That's the only reason. And with what we've seen of the Nets, can they do it for recent? I have my fears. I don't think they can do it because this, defensively they be so horrible. We've been making a lot of noise about Kari not available. Kari has been available now. They play like five games that they lost. They lost Grizzlies. They lost to Bucks. Even though that was a bit close, and the yeah. first one that they lost to, they lost to Onet. Yeah. Yeah, and the first box. That's like four losses since Kyrie is fully back. So that's mm-hmm. four losses. And what is the common what is the common factor in those losses? The common factor is that Kyrie and probably except for the owners game, Kyrie and KD has been putting on very good numbers, and those numbers have been a waste against the Hawks. Kevin had fifty-five points. Kyrie had something points. On ideally, on a good day, that should win you. That should win you game. It's, so it means defensively they are just too terrible. They need Lamarcus Aldridge back as soon as possible. 
set curry, they can't afford to be missing set curry. Mm -hmm. They have a chance. I think the best thing for them, their last four games to end the regular season is home against the off, home against the Rockets. They are playing at the Garden against the Knicks. Mm -hmm. They are hosting the Cavaliers and they are hosting and the, the Pacers. And the, Pacers. the best yeah. thing they can do for them for themselves is to win this so win, out. Four games. win out. If they can yeah. win all these four games, there's a high possibility that Onet and Hawks will drop job some job of, games, some of their games, and they can probably move to that number eight. If they are if they are number eight, it is far better for them. If they come back to seven, all they need to win is to just to win one game to remain in the number eight seed. But as all it right. stands now, it's not looking good for them. All right, perfect. Thank you very much for that, Olali. And of course, uh, the Golden State Warriors have cleaned their own playoff sports. Um, uh, well deserved. Definitely, um, given what they did at the start of the season, looking mm -hmm. at it over the past couple of weeks, not so much. But of course, they have reasons not not to do so much, given they have the the mastermind of their of their team out for a couple of weeks. And of course, um, to to a surprising one, uh, which I'm still in shock, Ash Barty retiring from um the tennis world. Um, Shayi, I'm going to come to you. I know I was shocked, 100%. How shocked were you that Ash was, was retiring? And, and come to think of it, she wants, according to rumors right now, she wants to go golfing. And she said she has done everything that she can in tennis world. And I'm wondering what she has yeah. done. Just three grand slams. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wondering, has she made so much money? She's tired or this is just a front and she's going to come back in a couple of, couple of uh, months or years to say, yeah, yeah, I'm back. I'm Kim Kleister. I'm back. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I think I was about to mention that we've seen uh, 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 Kim Kleister actually went to uh, got married, gave birth, came back to tennis again. Um, I, I was I was actually shocked, uh, just like uh, every other tennis uh, fans, I believe, about the announcement of uh, Ashley Barty to, to to retire. I think uh, for me, for my, my own opinion, is that definitely the wrong decision for her. I think she's the queen of the court at the moment. She should have stayed. And I think, uh, uh, you know, achieve everything achievable without... Uh, the, the the agent Serena Williams mm -hmm. and maybe like additional four years in the court before calling it a you know a, a time uh, uh, on on tennis. Uh, she uh, golf is a second uh, sport anyway, but I still think in the world of tennis, Ashley Barty is supposed to still be there. We we'll miss her, but we hopefully. We hope that she'll come back one day, like you said. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm thinking she will come back. Anyways, I'm thinking she will come back. Um, Kachi, how surprised mm -hmm. were you? And uh, did you think money have a lot to do with this? Uh, she made so much money of, you know, money comes into the sport these days. And um, what the the old uh, stars used to make is not what these kids make these days. They make like yeah. times ten of what the old star used to make, and maybe she was yeah. just like, "Okay, I'm done with it. My body, my body doesn't want this anymore. I'll go golfing." Uh, I was surprised uh, to answer your first question. As, as a matter of fact, I remember where I was when uh, I got the RS, RSS feed that Ash was announcing her retirement on Instagram, 
And uh, it was shocking, considering that she had just won the very first Grand Slam um, and done what no Australian had been able to do in over 40 years. Uh, but then I started digging into her story, a bit of her background, and I found out that she once quit in the junior circuit for two years, oh, wow. citing, citing um, just fatigue and saying that she couldn't take um, the old rigor of travel, going to different surfaces and circuits to play. Uh, um, and then a lot of people were surprised when she came back and then decided to go pro. Um, th so this was the same excuse she gave uh, that her body couldn't take the workload again, that mm -hmm. she doesn't think she's able to dedicate herself to be the to best the in the sport. Because it, it, what we see is two hours, three sets in the Grassland yeah. final. Mm -hmm. But to become a champion takes countless hours of preparation, of preparation of training, practice, of yeah. diets. Uh, and, and I think it took its toll on her. Secondly, some of these players, beyond the money, uh, she is she's a hero for life because she brought Australia back to the map and did what, I mean, imagine hosting a, a tournament. And this is something we always read the English national team for. <laughs> football, football started in England, but they've only managed to win the World Cup once and never won the Euros. Once Canada's so, World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> you can say scandalous, but I mean, they scored more than that goal to win, to beat Germany. But moving, what I, basically what I'm trying to say, the pressure of being an Australian citizen and playing in your home, your nation's tournament, year in, year out, and no one winning it was Im immense. And her finally being able to do it, um, uh, it, it, it sets her up for, for great things post-career. And for, for a lot of these people, uh, there's, there's a number in their head that with sound financial advice, with um, you know, prudent spending, a prudent lifestyle, whatever she has made right now uh, would sustain her. And the good thing about someone like Ash Bartley, uh, Bartley rather, is that she doesn't need to be in the sport to continue to command so money. the exactly to command the, the 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 payoffs that will come from being a known sports person. Of course, uh, I I totally commend that. I also have a number. I mean, I've I've sincerely thought of potentially winning the the Lotto Max jackpot <laughs> and maybe calling it quits on my career. So. Uh, let's not read her, even though it was surprising. Let's not read her um, for doing what she did. Rather, I respect her decision. I wish her the best, like Shei also said. I don't expect her to come back because the money well will not dry. And she's not leaving sports completely. She's still going to be in golf. And if she does half as well as she has done in tennis, expect her to be a Grand Slam champion very soon in golf as well. Golf as well. All right, perfect. Thank you very much. And Danny Medvedev is going to be out for two months with a sprain um, injury. He has moved from number one to number two, like we said last week, when people were pushing for him to, to, to be taken off, the count to be taken off him. We said, hey, yo, let the young man enjoy whatever ovation he can for, for, for one week, two weeks. Now, he's a number two, but he's going to be out for two months. And of course, Dominic, Dominic Thames is back from injury. But unfortunately for him, he has not played in the last, last nine months. But unfortunately for him, he's down with COVID as well. 
And um, to your friend, your best friend, Olali, uh, Nicaragua's was fined $35,000 after his latest outburst, after losing to world number nine, um, Janik um, Sema. I, I, I don't want to talk about it because I'm not surprised. We're still going to see more outbursts from Nick before he ends his career. It's, it's, Nick is never going to change. It's, it's going to be this way. Uh, down the years, I think he's going to be um, it's going to be a testament to how how outrageously you can be talented. But if the attitude does not match your talent, you are not going anywhere. And and it, it's sad to say this. And I feel I feel Nick could have been better than most, even or even he could have been as good as Nova Dokovic. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it could have been with the right attitude, but of course, we, I don't want to talk about uh, Nick right now. Aniga uh, Swatek is, has become the first world number one, Polish world number one in the history of tennis in the women version. We'll go on a quick break right now. When we come back, we'll be diving into, into the World of World Cup where we had so many issues in Africa, bad officiating and, and the rest. Don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back. Yeah, thank you very much for waiting, guys. We're back. No commercials, but of course, we are the commercials. Kachi is enough to be a commercial, honestly. And um, World Cup, we, we saw so many things, you know. Um, um, Olale just alluded to it, the fact that the doers were, 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 were outdone. They were outdone. They were outdone by the doers. <laughs> in this in this situation where you have the North um, North Africans, you know, point lasers abusing uh, sound, mad sound effect against the opponent, all forms of intimidation. They reaped the reward of their deeds on the day against Senegal. Mosala um, losing the ultimate penalty to send Senegal to the World Cup after 120 minutes. Of um of football of fertilizing football action and of course the match between Algeria and Cameroon was was reeked of of poor officiating as well. Algeria having two legitimate goals that were cancelled. Um, thanks no thanks to VAR and of course Algeria has written an official letter to FIFA that the match needs has to be replayed. I don't see that happening. The one between Ghana and South Africa that was even glaring. That Ghana did did um did um uh, Sakama J uh, was was never replayed. So so I don't I don't I don't see that happening for for Algeria. That's what you get when you are not careful. And of course, Nigeria uh, did not come to the party. I, I can't help but say it. Nigeria did not come to the party. No thanks to the fact that we don't have a technical technical um impute from the bench we have we have we have players that were disinterested in playing in representing the national colors of nigeria I'm, I'm a sad man if you ask me i'm not happy nigeria is not going to be at the world cup but of course i'll take all this um with the fact that canada is going to the world cup but i'm not a canadian i'm a nigerian Forget about that <laughs> honestly i'm not happy that we're not going to be at the world cup and of course to to make to make it worse ghana were the one that sent us sent us out off of the tourney. Ah, God, I can't, I can't, I can't even imagine it. All right, let's go. Let's go into the <laughs> I, I should, I should let, I should let it go. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go for uh, the, the, the groups of, of of the World Cup. 
And um, like I said, we could do an early prediction, early prediction, early, early prediction. We know a lot of things could happen before the World Cup. But, but, but I'll start with Group A. I'll take it group by group uh, because of limited time. Kachi, I'm going to start with you. Group A, we have Ecuador, um, the Netherlands, uh, Qatar, and of course, Senegal. How do mm -hmm. you think this is going to pan out? Would you expect to qualify from this group? Quickly. Uh, without missing words, I expect Belgium, uh, the Netherlands rather, and um, and uh, Senegal to make it to make it out of the group. Qatar would be a nice host, but that is all <laughs> they've managed to do. All right, perfect. Yeah, I'm going to come to you. England, Iran, USA, and the winner of the play of the Euro playoff. I don't know who that is. Uh, who that's going to be, anyways. But, I, but I'm, there's a presumption in the favor of Wales. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. There's a presumption in favor Wales, of Wales. Wales, Wales probably yeah. to face Scotland. Wales, if or Scotland. Cannot, yeah. If Ukraine cannot make their game against make their Scotland. Game yeah. against, exactly. So um, so let's let's say potentially Wales. Let's just say potentially Wales. Uh, who do you think is going to qualify? The US, the Mediterranean, uh, for the past couple of years. There are so many Nigerians in their team anyways. Shay. Uh, yeah, for this group B, I think uh, convincingly England is going to top this group. I, uh, and I have a feeling that the U, the United States might just uh, follow them. All right, perfect. Olali. Yeah. Group B is a political group. <laughs> forget, forget form. Forget anything, emotions will run high in those games. That group. As much as it looks very easy on paper for England, they are all very dicey. No we see England struggling against, against the United States. Yeah. yeah, true that. British opponents. Yeah. You remember South Africa, what happened with United States? Yeah, yeah. Um... That's why it's early, it's Olale, early predictions. Early to, predictions. Your group, to your own group, Argentina, <laughs> Mexico, Poland, and Saudi Arabia. This looks uh, a little bit balanced, talking about Mexico and Poland. One it's thing that is guaranteed, let me say, since 1986, is that no matter how difficult the group Mexico find themselves, they will qualify from they will come up. They will come up. The only thing you can guarantee since 1986, they get to the second round and lost all their second round matches since 1986. So I think um Mexico will qualify. I just now should watch it against Poland. <laughs> <laughs> all right, perfect. Mexico will qualify. <laughs> all right. Perfect. Uh, group D. We have Denmark. Uh, France, uh, Tunisia, and the IC playoff one um, um, winner as well. Mm -hmm. Potentially, potentially, catchy. Yeah, so potentially that intercontinental playoff game will probably be between Australia and Peru, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. who. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, so if we assume that Peru makes it out of the group, and this is a shout out to my Australian fans, but this is just hypothetically, um, I expect France. Not necessarily to breeze through, but to make a hard job of it and qualify. And uh, I would say Denmark, simply because Tunisia, for, for the last two to three World Cups they've been in, have not even scored any points. I don't think they have enough in their firepower. Uh, so I would say France and Denmark. 
All right, perfect. Uh, Shei, uh, Germany, uh, Japan, uh, Spain. I don't even know who the IC playoff two is going to be. And I don't I think, care. I think it's Costa Rica and I really don't care. I see a Japan, I see a Spain, I see a Germany. <laughs> that's, 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 that's enough for me, honestly. Unless bar, bar any surprise. Shei. Yeah, I, I think uh, this group looks uh, like the close to the group, group of, of death. death. Yeah, uh, I still think group H is still the group of death. Um, but here, I think uh, you expect them to definitely uh, make it out of these groups. We are talking so, of so, former so champions here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, former champions. And looking at the Germany uh, national team, they are still good to go. Uh, Spanish okay. team might struggle a little bit, but I favor the two of them. All right, perfect. Um, Olali, Belgium, Croatia, Canada, and uh, Morocco. Where's my knife? Just in case, just in case, does not go Canada. I need to bring up Belgium, Belgium and Croatia. Olali, <laughs> can someone please turn off Olali's mic? You are speaking to Can you? Is that not very simple to understand? Belgium and Croatia. Is that not no, simple? No, 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 no. I don't think. Do you guys think you have the chance? Can you ask Olawale the question again? Olawale, Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. Who is coming out of that group? Brussels and Zagreb. Kachi, Brazil. Pukaji, <laughs> Brazil, Cameroon, Serbia, and Switzerland. <clears throat> um, early predictions, I would say Brazil and Serbia, um, simply because Switzerland oftentimes struggle through the group game, the group stage, and then pick, pick their way in the last two tournaments at the very least, pick their way through the knockout phases. Uh, I think this would be one group too many for them. Uh, Brazil, Serbia, early predictions. All right, perfect. I wonder why um, Shei said Group H is the group of death. Ghana, Portugal, Republic of Korea, and Uruguay. Uruguay has been poor over the last four or five years. It's still Uruguay. I don't it's know. It's still Uruguay. I don't know. And, it's still, and it is still the World Cup. It's still the World Cup. I don't know. I don't see them doing it. Anyways, would you? Your, your prediction. I recall. I recall Ghana, Ghana, Uruguay, uh, was it quarterfinal? Quarter final. Yeah, I to do yeah, take it down. So basically for me, Shei, this Ghanaian team is not even a football team. From what I saw against Nigeria and from what I saw from the African Shores Cup. So I don't understand. Please elucidate why you're telling me this is a group of deaths. Yeah, um, okay. I agree with you about Ghana, but uh, we are talking of uh, how many months they still yeah. have up to like of seven course. months yeah, of course. To, 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 you know, to put their house in order. Okay. But if you also look at this group, Portugal, which happens to be the big guns here, struggle to even qualify for this World Cup in the first place. Yeah. So I have a feeling they will also struggle in this group. Okay. But I tip them to go through. They might not be topping this group. Really? And the outsider in this group that I think is going to make it through also is Korea report. Oh, Honestly, I, I agree with you 100%. I don't know if anybody else agrees with me. Uruguay that I've seen over the past three, four years, if they're still going to come with Suarez, Cavani, and, and Lucas Torreira and the rest of the, of, of, of the clique, of the gang, 
I, I don't, I don't see them. It, it, it's, it, it just boils down to the fact that South Africa, South American teams are always technical and very tactical. That's the only year they have. But if they still come with the old guns, and I don't know, Lawley, correct me if I'm wrong. Have they changed their coach? Is it still the the, the old man on coaches? Yeah, that the, old man, that old Oscar. man, is, is, is he still the coach? Oscar Tabarez. Oscar Tabarez. Is, is, he, is he still the coach? You know, these are things I, that I, 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 I have to I consider. I think you will leave him of his job. Oh, okay. Oh, it still depends. It's still, still in charge. He's still, still in charge. Okay. Anyways, yeah. uh, Kachi, I can't see you. Your cameras are, are off. I, I can just see a glass of uh, juice and wine and um, my boy Chichu. But tell me, what, what do you think of this group? Do you this agree with I uh to an extent, but I think you undermine Uruguay to your detriment. Um, there's no tournament, no World Cup tournament that Uruguay had gone in guns blazing. Guns blazing. Mm -hmm. They've always gone in with a certain crisis uh surrounding that thing. But there's something about World Cup and DNA because they know they can they can set their mind over a four-week period, seven-game period. Uh, and and collectively perform out of their skin. That's true. That is why I'm saying just maybe, maybe undermine them at your detriment. Maybe I really that's think one of, for, that's me, one of, for me, that's it was guaranteed it's even Europe, we're not even Portugal. Maybe that's one, of, that's one of the reasons why Cavani doesn't like playing for United these days. Uh, Balale. Debo, he, he, uh, he was actually relieved of his job in November last year. Oh, okay, okay. So After that so many years in charge. Oh, okay. Maybe that they have a fresh, fresh breath of hair right now. That could Most actually change, change things for them. Ola, Ola, is that one of the reasons why Cavani doesn't want to play for United these days? Because he wants to go to the World Cup and perform. And, 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 and honestly, that's not a question. That was just that was just a joke. But honestly, for you, <laughs> for you, who do you think will be coming out of this group? Ghana definitely zero. Um, no, I, I, because I, I, they defeated Nigeria. you know I, I don't think Ghana will come out i okay, don't think, I think they thank, lack a bit of quality thank, thank i think you. probably uh, uh, outside nigeria i'm not sure ghana will have beaten any of the other they did not beat nigeria they did not beat us please correct oh, yourself they did not beat us no 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 wait Olali, before we can go further with this discussion correct yourself they did not beat nigeria Uzo or whatever is his name. Party has, Party has played that kind of shot for Arsenal one million times. He doesn't even hit the target. And suddenly Party Olali, On paper, so, but so, I think I will probably, I just feel like the South America is probably going through their most, probably one of their lowest moments in recent years. In recent years, yeah. Not much True of quality that. coming out from that part to be seen. Uh -huh. yeah. uh -huh. The only team that probably command a bit of confidence from South America now Brazil. is Brazil. Brazil. Unfortunately, they have a bad leader, which I think it was going to be <laughs> so to affect them. their major debt because I don't know how, I don't know what kind of inspiration Neymar will offer to those other boys. But I think they are the only team that seems to have something exciting that you want to look forward to. Argentina is Argentina, not something not nothing too fantastic about them. So I, I think I'll even, just I, I don't even know any Argentina that is exciting. I think I'll just probably say I, I you see uh, the Asian countries are they are coming of age, especially Korea yeah. and Korea, yeah, yeah. And so I, I think say better I'll just go for Portugal and what do you call it? Portugal and uh, South Korea. Korea. South Korea. Yeah. Okay. Uh Bakachi, before before we move to the Champions League, I just want to ask you. A, a, a question. Uh, 
think of it and I, I want you to, I can give you 30 seconds to think about it. Can you mm-hmm. name two Argentines in the world right now that is exciting? Two Argentines. Paulo Dybala. Okay. And um, I know he just moved on loan. It may not be exciting now, but it's 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 still a good prospect. I would say Rick Lamel as well. Okay. All right. Uh, it took you like 30 <laughs> seconds. Uh, I can I, I can I can I can presume. I need like, I need only 30 seconds to think. Yeah, I, I can assume yeah, I like 10, 10 years ago, you'll have measured like 20 for me. Oh, without a doubt. I just went for my boy. Neighbor, watch out for my boy at the Where's your boy? Where's your boy? Alexis Macalista. Alexis Macalista for Brighton. He's going to anchor that meeting for him. For I was assume that's the only bright bright spot. I probably but probably Martinez is the goalkeeper of of Aston Martinez, Villa. It was he had to naturalize now. They they had they had a death of talent, a death, not a death. A death mm-hmm. of talent, so talent, yeah. they, they, they will take whatever they can, even if yeah, they right they, they they can take they can take they can take uh, Boris Johnson if or or or, or Trudeau <laughs> if they have opportunity. Let's move to the Champions League and let's analyze Champions League fully before we go <laughs> to the league. All right, and I'm going to start with um I'll stay with Kachi for this one. I'll stay with you. And of course, everybody will have a chance to, to, to say one or two things. Uh, Kachi, Wale, and Cheyi. So, Man City versus Atletico Madrid at the Etihad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, uh, seen, we've seen Man City. We know, we know they play the boring Titika or what they call it. Titika. Yeah, we know they play. That's their game. And of course, and just before you go ahead, and the funniest thing is, We've seen a form of resurgence in Atletico Madrid over the past couple of weeks. They switched yeah. their formation. They brought Thomas Lemar to the middle. They play with three at the back, four in the middle of the park, two wing flying wing backs, and and boy oh boy, Juan Felix right now is is doing wonderful, wonderful job. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Felix is doing wonderful, and I've said this several times. You might call me a bitterist <laughs> in Milan fan, but I've said it several that. Teams would come to regret allowing Atletico to stay alive in the Champions League. Um, but that being said, uh, on paper, you have to give this uh, to Manchester City. Um, they, are, they, they have the, a better crop of players. They have the better manager. Uh, they have, they've shown better consistency, uh, if not for some, uh, just some boneheaded decision-making in, the, in some games in the league. They would have. They were almost de facto league champions until Liverpool reigned them in um, right now. However, that is not to say because this same uh, what's it, Diego Simone yeah. uh, has used Atletico Madrid to end Pep Guardiola's dream of winning the Champions League with Bayern Munich when they went home and away defeating Bayern Munich. Uh, uh, Pep Guardiola's led Bayern Munich with even this same tiki-taka type, type of football. So I expect Atletico to keep it really compact, really physical. Expect a lot of fouls, possibly 
three or four yellow cards for Atletico Madrid. And if they get a goal, especially if they get it before Manchester City, it's going to be an uphill task. I still give the slight edge to City, but I'm saying don't rule out Atletico. I've seen okay. it happen too many times for me to rule So Kachi is going with, 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 with City. With a City, um, with a City win. Yes. A City win for you as well? Lally. If I'm going to put him only on, on the game, I think I'll put it on City. Uh, it's not all football. Pedigree, whatever he's done in the past, doesn't matter. And we've seen these things a lot. Lally, like I can't hear you very well. I, I said, just like Kachi said, it's knockout football. Yeah. We've seen these kind of things a lot of times. Whatever you've done in the past doesn't matter. It is just, it's, just have, it's just two games. Your form in those two games is what matters most. That is where Atletico is a bit more dangerous. They don't need to play very well. But on the part of City, I think City just have a job to do. Just to win the first leg. The good oh. thing is there is no irregular rule. Just yeah. win the first leg. I think if they can win the first leg, no matter how the scoreline, they will go through. All right. So you are saying a city win as well? Yes. All right. Perfect. Jay, a city win for you as well? Uh, definitely a city win. I think Atletico is one of the tricky teams to play in this competition. Of course, as a United fan, <laughs> you understand that. <laughs> but I think City is a team that will take the ball away from you. If you can do that perfectly against the Diego Simone team, then you should be fair. Okay. Can I say something here? Something I want to say is, Atletico does not need to play the perfect game to win, but City needs to play the perfect football to win and qualify in this, in this, in this, uh, all right. Perfect. Thank you very much, guys. But for me, uh, I know I don't like Diego Simone, but from what I've seen over the past couple of weeks, I just feel, something just tells me that a, a moment of brilliance and the lack of strike, striking up option for, for City will win this for Atletico Madrid, even in the LTR. I don't know. It's just my, but of course, you can't take my prediction. Um, Amoraku 0.0. Kachi, uh, <laughs> I'm going to come to you now. Benfica against uh, Liverpool and Lisbon. Everybody's going to uh, expect Liverpool to win. You know, it should I, I, be, be straightforward, pretty straightforward for Liverpool. It will, it will be straightforward. We saw how Benfica stifled um, Ajax. But I think Benfica play better football away from home than they do at this uh, Stadia El Dragao. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know the mindset Mosala is in right now. It looks like he isn't completely out of the funk. We saw him over the weekend. But I think, I really think that Liverpool has more in their arsenal. Um, and pardon the pun there, no pun intended, but they have more in their arsenal uh, to, to sneak <laughs> at least at least a draw. But I will give the edge to Liverpool to win it. All right, perfect. Uh, Liverpool win for you as well. Um, this uh away from home. Uh, I think yeah. uh, it might not be a straightforward win for Liverpool, of course, uh, with Benfica coming with the type of belief uh, they put into the last round. But I still think uh, Liverpool should have enough in them to pull through. They were able to save Salah uh, over the weekend. I think uh, Trent yeah. was also rested, even though yeah. he's coming from injury but i think they'll be fresher coming up for this game and 
a slim win for them probably. All right, perfect. Uh, for some changes in Lawali is not here, so I will go to the next game. Um, catch it, of course, and that will be Villarreal versus Bayern Munich. I who can bet against Bayern Munich right now? Um, uh, unlike before, where they usually are not concentrated in the league and focusing only on um on the Champions League, that they sent a statement of intent. Um, on what they plan to do by decimating Freiburg over the weekend. Uh, Villarreal will make a fight of it, but Bayern will just be one step, one step too far for Villarreal. Oh, Bayern will need to win it. All right, Shay, are you going for Bayern win as well? Away from home? Obviously. Yeah. All right. And a straight to... win for Bayern. <laughs> All right. And to the game of the weekend, of the week, which is going to be Chelsea versus Real Madrid. At Stamford Bridge, we saw how Brentford walloped uh, Chelsea 4-1, um, playing on the counter. Looks like Chelsea lost so much focus in the game, which is pretty unusual for them. Uh, Mendy, um, I don't know what happened to him. Off day, it was just an off day. Uh, off day for them. Kachi, uh, mm -hmm. do you see uh, Madrid um, doing the same to them? Uh, Benzema mm -hmm. scoring two penalties over the weekend, losing one. That could have gotten him an archery. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't see that. I expect Chelsea to bounce back. Uh, Thomas Tuchel is not a uh, Carlo Ancelotti who, even when you have a bad game, wants to pat your head on the back or pat you on the back and hold you. Thomas Tuchel would have torn, torn into all those players who, despite making so much money, uh, played like uh, my little boy Eden plays right now. Um, I really, right now, even as I'm saying it, I don't know where the goals will come from. Kai Havertz and Thomas, uh, Christian Pulisic, probably. Uh, but even if it's by the odd goal, I think Chelsea will win this. Oh, wow. Detail, not, detail, not over two legs. But oh, nice. Chelsea, Chelsea will get a home win. Uh, Shay, do you see Chelsea winning as well? For this tie? I think... Uh, for, for, uh, this, for this game. Yeah, that's a Stanford Bridge uh, match. Um, it's quite uh, a close one for me. Uh, just like uh, Kachi said, I think the game over the weekend for Chelsea was just a blip. Uh, they played quite uh, better in the first half. The second half, they totally just, you know, Lost took it. some wrong steps and it, it, it turned into a nightmare. Yeah, it turned into a nightmare for them. But of course, we are talking about crop of players I experienced. I don't think that result is going to affect what will happen on Wednesday. So I expect them to pop up so you... take this tie uh, slim. So I'm saying Chelsea will win this first leg. Okay. All right. Perfect. For me, right. the best Chelsea will get out of this tie is a draw for me personally. I don't know, and this is my reason. It is not because I, I don't like Chelsea or I have anything against Chelsea, but this is what I take from it. They played with their full team against Brentford and it shows lack of focus on their part. Number two, it shows they are not dynamic. Without, without and they rely so much on individual billions as mm. it is right, as it is right now. So I feel this Carlo Ancelotti that I know 
will have studied Chelsea. And if it did, my word, if Chelsea can get a draw, they should be happy from it. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. think they've been solid in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, yeah, I know that's, yeah. I know that's the word. And Chelsea always, they're always a different animal in the Champions League. But against yeah. the Casa, Casa, Casa I'm not going to bet. I'm not going to bet for Chelsea, but I'll bet. I like to. I prefer to bet against Chelsea. Yes, Chelsea. In, in, in this in, for the, for this one, and of course, uh, moving to the Premier League, we had um, a wonderful one. But but Makachi, this is this is my question. And um, rightly so, people have been talking about how well um, um, Mikel Arteta and Arsenal have done in the past. But mm-hmm. they, 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 they keep forgetting what is happening on the white side of North, of, of, of North, North, North London. And, and over the weekend, we saw, we saw, I saw character in sports, you know, going one, go down. Newcastle have been a boogie team for them over the past couple of seasons. You know, yeah. they, they've always it's not it's not a stroll in the park for them against Castle. And they they considered that goal, came back almost immediately to score. You know, you know, I would not wish sports well for anything. But the way sports play, played on on the night, it was, they, they play like a different animal, you know. Son. Even Dorothy that that I castigated on this show a couple of weeks ago was was he got a couple of assists with a goal as well, you know. And I'm I'm looking at it like, hmm, looks like sports might nick this last Champions League sports, especially especially if Chelsea gets themselves drawn into this Champions League uh, mess, which they potentially could be if Arsenal wins and Arsenal gets just two points. Are two points behind them, and and Arsenal by one miracle or the other defeat Chelsea at Emirates. The Chelsea will be in a mess, and you 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 look at it like, oh, this is getting messy. Uh, Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs, potentially Manchester United. But but mm. how well do you think Conte has done over the over the over the last couple of months since January, after he brought in um Kloveski, I'm I'm sorry if I get the pronunciation wrong, and of course, uh, Bentaco from both from um from 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 Juventus. So uh, that was uh, Spurs third win, third straight win across all competition, and um, the win against Newcastle. You're, you're right that Newcastle had always been a bogey team for them. Um, uh, I think Conte took full advantage of this two week break, two week international break where most of his players did not play for their national team. Most, I'm not saying all, mm-hmm. did not play for their national team. And even the ones that did were only involved in uh, friendly games and had time to rest. At, um, like, would, uh, I'm looking at you, Harry Kane, you know. <laughs> so he's had time to drill in his tactics, drill in what he wants. Results have not really been reflecting that, except for the last three games I mentioned here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not to say that they did not fully deserve their win against Newcastle. This is a team that before the last two games had won, had not dropped points in nine games as well. Um, they currently sit 15th. Um, but I, I think it's too early to draw to say Tottenham Hotspur would compete for that fourth uh, Champions League spot. I sincerely still think it's between Chelsea and 
and um, Arsenal. And the reason I say that is, in spite of them winning three games on the, on the bounce, they've been more inconsistent than they have been consistent, even under Antonio Conte. Um, and typically what we've seen with Spurs over the last eight or nine games is they get very high and then they come crashing down to earth. Mm. This is a high for them right now. Uh, I can't remember, I can't really think right now who their next game is against, but I, I know for certain that there will be a uh, goal. Uh, yeah, I think they, their they next game play is against Aston Villa, playing Villa and Villa Park. Villa really needs this point desperately. Um, expect them to come back crashing down to earth. Uh, okay. So for me to answer your question, amazing job by Conte, but no, I don't think they will compete for the fourth position. All right, perfect. Thank you very much for that. I I, I, I sincerely hope that you are correct, but honestly, <laughs> deep down inside of me, I disagree. I just Something just tells me that they might need that fourth position. Going yeah, to, we, we going, agree to disagree. Yeah, going to the fourth right now, it's... it's uh, uh, Shay, coming to you, do you agree with Kachi? Do you think you know, they'll come crash it down again and the best I would I hopefully think they will get is going to be an Europa League uh, place. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with uh, Kachi and basically the reasons are uh, number one, the sports, they've been actually up and down uh, for the last three months. Even though, you know, you mentioned when he bought in Pentaco uh, and uh, Kulusevsky. The, the, the only thing is that when you see them play well, you see those two players are quite outstanding in those games. And that really is just showing what we are going to see in sports next season, but not this season. The second uh, reason is uh, the number of games that Asna, uh, the outstanding games they have at the moment. I still think Asna will just... Uh, make the fourth position ahead of sport. Okay. All right. Perfect. Thank you very much for that. And honestly, I hope that is the case. And now to the roundup of the matches in the Premier League uh, over the weekend, Liverpool defeated uh, Watford as expected. Uh, two new uh, Mosala coming off uh, and um, Fabio scoring the winning penalty for uh, Liverpool. Uh, Wolverhampton defeated Aston Villa. <laughs> I-, I wonder... In what world the referee saw that uh, Masavilla penalty as a penalty? I don't understand. I don't understand football again. Honestly, I should not be on this seat if that is a penalty. Of course, uh, <laughs> Neil Mapau blazed a penalty over the bar to draw uh, to ensure that um, Brighton drew new new against um, Norwich. And, and, and Kachi, before we go on and go to the Chelsea game, you know, I, I just want to ask you a question. Mapao is, 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 is a good striker. I'm not going to mm-hmm. take that away from him. But it's just exactly the number of chances he has to lose just to score one. Before he gets a goal. And, I, uh... and, I'm, and I'm wondering, this is a good striker. Uh, without this guy, I, I, I'm pretty sure Brighton will be high, high up in the table right now. It just, it just, I don't know. It, it loves uh, losing chances. Well, he's, he's 25 years old. Um, let's hope and pray. Let's let's hope and pray that he develops. And this is just a slump. Uh, if I remember clearly, there's this guy that, uh, I think it was Danny Ings, um, who from South, uh, Southampton went to Liverpool and struggled at almost the same age, struggled vehemently to get in among the goals. 
and then he left Liverpool back to, I think, back to Southampton and resumed scoring until he moved. I think he's currently with Aston Villa, Aston Villa I yeah. remember. Uh, so all I'm pretty saying is it's a phase that sometimes some of these players go to uh, okay. go through. Um, for Neil Mopay, um, I think directly, indirectly, has probably cost his team about 12 points, which would have changed their position. You are right about that. Uh, but uh, Brighton, yes, for all the good football they play, I still feel they are punching above their weight. Uh, they, are, they are by DNA a mid-table team. And whatever is happening to them is what you expect of a mid-table team. They need volumes of chances to be able to convert, whether it's Neil, whether it's somebody else, they need to create much more than one, two, three, four chances per game to get their chances. And that is why they are doing better than in Norwich. The difference between Brighton and Norwich beyond the style of play is that they create more chances and are possibly going to take one out of four. Norwich, on the other hand, are not creating anything right now. So um, no, no blame to Neil. As a young man, he's going to develop Let's have this conversation again in in probably two years time when he's twenty seven. Okay, uh, I'm pretty sure we had. He's an average striker. We, I we, think he's an average striker. We, we, we Any striker right. that loses so much chances, I don't think I don't think you should call that kind of striker a good striker. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I did say good. That's my what comment said, on my pay. Thank you very much. Say, called, they were called. They've all called him a good striker. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 oh, okay, okay. I did. I've been calling good. I don't know. What I, I said is that he's but going I, to reform. But, but, but what I'm pretty sure about is we had this conversation last season, and we are here again this season. And 25 years old, catchy in football. That is when your, your, your um, that is the start of your peak. Your in football. peak. No, yeah. you can't. You, you, that is the, the start, start of the your, start, the start of, your of your peak. Yeah, that so that's why I said let's have this conversation again. That's the start of your peak. So we should not, we should, we should not expect him to do what a twenty-two year old would do. Anyways, uh, Shay, I'm going to come to you. Chelsea refused to play ball. They refused to come to the party, and they were they were rightly defeated four-one. Um, Brentford, the Brentford did what they know how to do. Uh, bully, run. Lesley, and of course, got the goals. And my word, Ericsson still oozes class. Mm-hmm. Even, even though he plays in that team, you see this guy's class. No, and he showed and player. yeah, and he showed it 100 percent He showed it 100 percent Um uh, at Chelsea, unfortunately for Chelsea right now, they stand at 59 points, five points just above uh, above sports and Arsenal. With with an outstanding game for, for uh, two outstanding game one outstanding game for uh, for for Chelsea which is against Arsenal. So it makes it I don't know it makes it somehow uh, you know it and you look at it do you think Chelsea will be dragged into this mess? Something tells me that Chelsea if they are not careful will be dragged into this mess. I know Kachi disagrees but I just feel they will be dragged into this mess if they are not careful. <laughs> I like the I like the word you you used. Uh, you said if they are not careful, exactly. and I strongly think they will be careful. I don't see them being dragged into the battle of top four. I think they are going to secure the top three in the next probably in the next four games. Okay. Uh, the season is actually running to a end. We need to know that. Exactly. And if they are five, and if they are five points ahead of the chasing pack. 
all they need to do is to consolidate. I think Chelsea is a team that knows how to do that. Uh, they hardly concede and they score goals where they have not reaped. Uh, where they've <laughs> not, they reap where they've not sold. Let me put it that way. They know how to do that. Uh, uh, the game against uh, Newcastle, Newcastle was a game that they were not supposed to win on that day. Yeah. They got mm -hmm. the three points. I think there's another one. I can mention up to three that they actually got three points from games they actually should have lost. So I think they will do the same. Uh, they might be out of the Champions League soon, which will help them to focus on the league and just consolidate and seal top three in the next four games. That That's what I think. All right, perfect. Thank you very much for that. And of course, uh, Man City made mockery of uh, Burnley away from home. 2-0, easy peasy, as expected. Um, Leeds United played a 1-1 draw against Southampton. Um, this is a game that Leeds probably would have lost if uh, Biesla was still at the realms of affair. Not because he's not a good coach, but because he will want to play open football and at the long run, it will be opened as slice and dice. And of course, um, Kachi, I'm going to come to you. Leicester City versus Manchester United. Kelechi and Acho getting the score for Leicester City. And I wonder how and how and how that goal by medicine was ruled as um as as um as um as a foul because of what he did. I don't know how that mm -hmm. happened, but it did happen. Manchester United were, were lucky enough to draw that game, you know. And but the talking point for every uh football fanatic is if Ronaldo was not available, Cavani was not available, why put Michael Shashford on the bench and played Bruno Fernandez as a first night? How justifiable is that? Is that? Is that? Would never know. Uh, let's not forget that. I think Rashford. I guess it begins to lend credence to the rumors we're hearing about Rashford potentially leaving uh, for North London. Um, I still can't understand it. I guess if uh, Ragnik watched the game against Northern Macedonia and thought, "Hmm, okay, maybe I can do what uh, the Portuguese coach did." Uh, by by you know playing like a three man front of uh, Diego Jota, Cristiano Ronaldo, and, and Bruno Fernandez, uh, I'm finding finding it very hard to explain that because he was so boneheaded for me as well. Uh, but uh, beyond beyond just Bruno Fernandez, I think I think it was just the overall demeanor, the overall attitude of the other 11, 10, 11 play or nine outfield players. And let's not put the blame squarely on Bruno Fernandez or even. No, no, I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming. There is. It was just there, putting it looks, on the It looks. Down. It looks like the Manchester United squad. Let's just call it speed what it is. It looks like they are ready for the off season. Uh, that's how they are playing right now. That game, one a one-one draw, flattered United more than it did Leicester City. Even though we know Leicester has not really been consistent right now. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I thought tactics were wrong. I thought attitude from Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba had a clear-cut header that he just leaned into. That would that was a really good chance he could have taken. I'm just saying attitude-wise, tactic-wise, demeanor-wise, the United players are out of it. Uh, I don't think they bought or they bought into Ragnik. Um, let's hope that they are able to get Ten Hag. We heard what uh, Louis Van Gaal said. 
that uh, the United is a commercial, commercial, commercial business and Ten Hag should not be going there. That may, that may put a dent to it. But coming back to the game, more credit should be given to Leicester for making it a game than saying United uh, squandered the chance to get, to get three points, really, in my opinion. All right, perfect. Um, Shay, I don't know if you have... Um... A difference of opinion. I, I'm just, I'm just wondering. And is it good news that potentially before the end of the season, uh, Greenwood could be back in the mix? Um, okay, I, I think uh, Greenwood issue, not a bad, uh, not a bad idea. Uh, I'm sure they've actually uh, managed his situation very well to make sure everything had died down, let the police also, you know, do their job. So uh, I think it was a fantastic uh, move from Manchester United to do that. And if you look at it, I think Greenwood was actually part of Manchester United issue this season, because at the moment they needed him most was when that uh, uh, fortunate, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's why the likes of Lingard that really does not want to be in Manchester United, how to, to be, put. you know, how to stay put. Uh, like um, Kachi said, I think the United players are playing as if nothing else is uh, up for them to achieve for the rest of the season. But for me, I think uh, this is what the board should do. Just press a reset button. They've been pressing the reset button for so many years. One on a, one on a point, one, 1. 1.2 billion pounds spent after still no results. Uh, I, don't know. I, I, I don't know. This it has to be an auto research right now and <laughs> and, and, and and be like us now. Of course, to the um CDR, uh special one against Venzia, one nil. Uh, Lazio defeated uh, Lazio defeated Sausulo 2-1. Uh, Torino defeated uh, Statina away from home 1-0. And of course, Florentina defeated Empoli 1-0. Udinese out of nowhere defeated Cagliari 5-1. Uh, Napoli without Victor Sime uh, defeated Atlanta away from home, which is great uh, for them. 3-1. Uh, Roma managed one new victory against Sampdoria, while Inter Milan via a controversial penalty that has been, has been pulled out there. Defeated Juventus at Turin uh, one new. Milan is going to be playing against uh, Bologna uh, later on Monday, and of course, Alo Verona's versus Geona uh, as well. Still, Simply, realistically, no changes to the table except for the fact that Napoli are at top right now, uh, with one game more than um, Milan at 66 points. Milan closely following at 66 as well. I bet one, one outstanding game. Inter Milan with two outstanding games at 60 points right now. Juventus are on 59 points, and of course, uh, Roma are on 54 points. Don't forget if um. If Juventus to win their outstanding game, they will be on the same. No, they'll be like two points ahead of um, Inter Milan. So depends on Inter Milan what they do. So Juventus actually had the chance to overhaul Inter Milan and drag themselves mm-hmm. potentially into the title race with, with, with a win today. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it did not just happen for them. And of course, in the Spanish La Liga, Predri scored a wonder a wonder goal against uh, Sevilla. Funny enough, Kachi will have thought Barcelona are second on, on the table right now. Yes, yes, yes. They overtook Sevilla. They overtook Sevilla 
uh, Javi Ball is well and truly in full focus right now. Uh, they are becoming a better joy to watch. Um, I, I, uh, Javi, after they, they routed Real Madrid 4 0, came out to say that they should not rule them out of the league. <laughs> uh, I don't know how feasible that is with seven or eight games left to go, but yeah. uh, it's very, uh, it, it makes you wonder what if Javi had started the season with them. Next season is definitely shaping up to be a fantastic one. Uh, for the Barcelona fans. All right, perfect. And of course, um, in other games, uh, Valencia played new new against Cadiz, uh, disappointing new new against Cadiz at the Mestela uh, Stadium. Granada played two two against Via Vallecano. Real Betis uh, played four one against Osasuna. Bilbao uh, winning Elche two one. And of course, Getafe played one new against uh, Mallorca. Levante 2-0 against Villarreal. Real Madrid played 2-1 against um, Celta Vigo and Atletico Madrid played 4-1 against um, Alves. That's the show and that's the wrap. To see you again next week, my name is still not changing. I'm still a legend. I have Oracle 2.0, I have Oracle 1.0. We'll see you again next week. Don't stop for sports in sports. Bye.